Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a new dialogue. I've missed you all and sorry I have not been recording like I initially wanted to. Sometimes I just feel like I don't have anything to say. I'm not going to just record stuff just to record. I want to have something of value so that when you listen to it you feel refreshed, relieved, renewed or reminded of your greatness. Um So I, I decided to record today. It was an impromptu recording because this thing had been on my mind for about a week now. You might have heard me mention his name in my previous podcast. It is the legendary Kevin Samuels. He has died. He died last week and I tell you, I did not want to believe that to be true. I was like, "No, he did not die. He could not have died. I thought it was one of those internet hoax. I was hoping, praying. I mean, I prayed this that whole weekend that Monday come Monday the truth will come out that it was all a hoax. But it was true. He died from cardiac arrest and I was it was just this feeling of what 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 now, you know, because I listened to him starting in September of 2021. So September, October, November, December, January, February, March, and then April came. My spirit told me don't listen to him anymore. So I stopped listening to him. I didn't go on his YouTube page and watch it. I used to be able to watch his lives on Instagram even though I didn't have an account and then all of a sudden I couldn't do it anymore. They needed me to create an account and I don't have an Instagram account. And so I was like this is God telling you not to watch this anymore. And then a month later he dies and I was like, "Lord, what what, what were you telling me? What 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 was this about for me to be told not to watch this anymore?" I was just like, "Okay." And I obeyed and I listened and and a month later he dies and I was like, "Lord, look at you." you're telling me things for a reason and when i obey you i see why and so i really sent out my thoughts and prayers to his family um because i could imagine you know the loss you know i i lost a sibling years ago and and that's something that's still fresh uh, every now you think about it so whenever someone dies i don't feel like oh somebody's dead cuz i can imagine what they're going through and the you know frustration and the pain of having to bury their loved ones and just it's just a painful situation so I always want to pray for the family because it affects someone even if the rest of the world did not care one person does care and that's his family and you know that community he created it they're lost they're lost and it makes me wonder who's going to take pick up the baton because he started a crusade and it was just like he started something that people might want to copycat but I want to caution anyone who wants to do that unless God builds the house all who build it labor in vain and that was the message at the scripture that God spoke to me that weekend uh was as Psalm 127:1 unless the Lord builds the house those who build it labor in vain 
And the reason why I say that is because it's personal to me, but I was looking at how he was working on his platform and what he was doing, all the energy that he was investing to maintain that level of expectation that people had done. And, and you know, when you're working off your own strength and you are exerting yourself, you only have so much energy, you know, it's kind of like a battery. When you are a battery, you are just operating based off the juice that the battery has. But when you're connected to the outlet, when you're connected to the power source, which is God, you have an endless supply of energy. So people who are using their own strength, their own battery operated strength can only go so far because even though you are a rechargeable battery, you still got to charge. You still got to connect to the source. And so for me, God has been telling me, Barbara, everything you do, make sure I'm the source of that. Make sure I'm the one you're connected to. Make sure I'm the one who you rely on for strength because he gives you strength. He renews your strength. He gives you wings like eagle. But once you're out there doing it off your own strength, you can only go so far. You can only do so much. And he's, his life is a perfect example is that God will give you strength. God will give you wisdom. God will give you grace. God will give you wisdom. God will give you all the things that you need. But if you are outside of his authority, you're doing it off on your own. You can only go so far. And so I was reflecting on him, but I was also reflecting on a situation that happened to me. I had met this guy and it was just like, oh my gosh, like I felt such a connection to this man. I felt just very, very connected. And then he told me some stuff about him. And I was like, this cannot be God. <laughs> this cannot be God. This is not, this is not God's will, will for me. And I begrudgingly had to release him. But the scripture came to me was unless the Lord builds this house, those who build it labor in vain. And so I had to release him, even though it hurt because I was like, I finally met someone I connected with, someone I can listen to, I can talk to, I can feel connected. And he was not the man. He was not available to be that man that I thought he was, but God saw elsewhere. And so I was reflecting on him, reflecting on Kevin Stammer. Last week was really, really a hard week for me. It was very, it's, I mean, even this week was really hard week and today's May 13. It was just like, Lord, what are you telling me? You know, Lord, what are you telling me? What should I do, Lord? What should I do? And I realized that God is really um, molding me. He's changing me. He's renewing me. He's encouraging me. He's uplifting me. I am in the desert with him. And I know once I'm out, just like Moses' face was shining, his face shone because he spent time with God. That's what I believe God wants me to do. Spend more time with him so that my face can shine and glow and, and be that radiance of beauty that uh, God designed me to be. But I have to be in his presence and continue to be in his presence. And uh, one of the things that God has been showing me is like, Barbara, you have been unstable all your life. You have been unstable emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, physically. You have been unstable and you have been trying to find stability in things and people. And that's why it never worked out because you have been unstable. I think I talked about it in one of my podcasts. It was like for a long time, I never felt like I had a home. And I didn't realize that until I started seeing a therapist. And he was like, yeah, it doesn't sound like you ever had a home. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Because even when I went to New York, I never said I was going home. I always felt like I was going to go to New York. And most of the time was to see family um, and to remind myself why I left. But it was never because I'm home. You know, this is where home is. This is where 
home, love, heart, whatever you associate with home, this is where it is. It was also, it was always a place that I wanted to avoid. And so last month I went to New York and, um, and it was probably one of the few times I actually felt good being home where I actually was grateful to be home. And I just got a chance to hang with family, talking to my dad, my brothers, um, my sisters. And it was just like, I just spent time with people. And it felt good and made me realize what home really is, is spending time with people you love and who love you. It's not what you're doing. It's just spending that quality time. And so being living alone has made me yearn for that company where I'm spending quality time. I don't want to I don't want to go to the movies. I don't want to go to uh, a bar. I, I just want to spend quality time with people. And that's what I yearn for now more than ever. And it was, you know, it was actually Kevin Samuels that made you made me realize how important that is, where he was talking about you got to get rid of your dog. And I did. But it wasn't because he told me to. But I had a desire to do it. So when you are by yourself for such a long period of time, you yearn to be around people. You yearn for company. You yearn for companionship because it's something that you can easily take for granted. You can easily take it for granted because you're so accustomed to whatever it is that you're used to doing that would fill up your time, your void, that you don't realize that. Uh, unfortunately, there was someone I was really close with and I felt our friendship coming to end a long time ago. And I just, I think it's just been affirmed and I don't wish any bad thing on, on this person, but I realized just by talking to this person that what I yearned for, I wasn't getting it. And what I yearned for is to be seen what I yearn for is to be heard um, and to hear you. Like, I hear you and I see you. That's what I'm giving to you. Like, you're not talking to me simply to be talking to me. I'm interested in what you're telling me. I'm interested in what you are experiencing. And I desire to have that same back, just have that return. And this person just kept uh, showing me that that was not their mindset. That state of mind was not about being present for someone else being um allowing them their space to just be who god called them to be and so sadly we had to part ways i mean like there's no bad blood or anything we probably talk to each other sometime in the future but as of right now i'm very happy and comfortable with not engaging with this person and i don't see any reason why we should but it was just like i'm learning more about what's most important and kevin sammy used to say people people's what's most important I think he was he had some pain in his heart and he was using that platform to speak on that and so I I think some of the stuff he said he was really just it was almost like a monologue he was just telling people what he was thinking and how he saw the world so I never just dismissed him and say this guy's he's a old drunk there was a reason why he was saying it and I'm one of those people who I'm listening to everything and I think that's one of my problems. It's like I'm listening to everything. I'm listening to what's said being said and what's not being said because I don't believe we live in a society where we're just figuring things out as we come along. Like there are instructions. Like there there's information out here. There's stuff, tools that we can use to help us live life better and it's not just the Bible. There's a lot of information, if we're willing to stay, pay attention, that can help us navigate through this thing called life. And so I'm always willing to listen to someone. I'm always like, what is this person talking about? Where is this information 
um, what, what, what is this information about? How does this help me? How can this help me? Or sometimes it's just like, why do I need to hear this? And a lot of times it's not because I need that information because I'm going to use it to pass it down to someone else. I'm going to use that information and give it to someone else. And that's why I'm hearing it. And so he would say certain things like some of it was mean and some of it was just like, okay, where did this come from? And I would try to just listen to him, listen to him, get as much as I can from him. Even though he was talking about women in my age group, 35 and older, you know, there was an episode he made that said that it was very, uh, it was very controversial. I didn't watch it because he just did it a couple years ago. I mean, a couple weeks ago before he passed away and it's titled The Leftovers. I still haven't watched any of his old videos because after April, I was like, uh, you know, I'm not watching anymore. And so I don't know, but he was calling women over 35 leftovers. And I'm like, dang, I'm 40. I'm a leftover. And I'm sure there was more to it, but I was just like, some of the things he said, it kind of, it I felt like I was being attacked, but I was like, I had to be, I had to be strong. And it's like, well, he doesn't know your story and I don't have to defend myself, you know? And that's where I had to learn to be and watch his stuff. This is well, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to explain to people why you're 40, you're not married, you don't have any kids yet. You're, you don't have to do that because it's none of their business. There's none of their business. And God has been telling me, Barbara, you have a right to privacy. You have a right to privacy. You have a right to keep some of your business to yourself. You don't have to go and tell everybody everything about you. You have a right to privacy. And so what happened, happened. God already knows it. If somebody else was involved, they already know it. You don't have to tell people your business. And, and that's final. And so that's where God has been telling me. It's like, you don't have to tell, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to justify yourself being defensive. Well, if you knew what was going on in my life, then no, 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 you don't have to do any of that because God knows why you know why. Maybe you do know why, maybe you don't, but God knows why and his works are perfect. Everything he does is perfect. So you don't have to justify why you're single. You don't have to explain to people why you're single. What you do have to do is be mindful that you have a purpose to live and focus on that purpose. And that purpose might just be to be present. Just be present. Just be an example, be an inspiration to people. That's it. You don't have to tell people what's going on in your life. And so God has also been showing me, like, it's not your responsibility to try to teach people, try to uh, save the world. You know, this guy had told me, take the weight off. And God has really been showing me. So one of my words have been, it's not my responsibility. It's not that I don't care. It's not my responsibility. And I have to remind myself that God is sovereign. God is sovereign. God is in control of everything. And I feel like Kevin Samuels should have been reminded of that. That's not your responsibility. The best help you can give the world is to not be part of the problem. You know, there's this man called Wallace DeWatto. He says the best way to, rich, to help the poor is to not be one of them. And so for me, my responsibility is to be the best person I can be. I is not to worry about what other people are doing or focus on what other people are not doing. Worry about yourself, you know, <laughs> worry about yourself and help those who ask you for help. And having that understanding, whenever something comes into my mind and I start to feel sad about something or wonder what's going on with this person, that thought is not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility. It gives me the grace to move on and mind my own business because we can get so caught up into what other people are not doing and we forget God has a mission for us. God has a mission for us because think about it. In the book of, in the Bible, Moses had a mission for God. God told him what to do. And the minute he got upset, 
He made it about him. He 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 struck the the rock. Water came out. That's when he lost his blessing. That's when he lost his blessing. But if he had just kept his biz, mind his business and do what God asked him to do, he would have made it to the promised land. But God still used him because he God used him to help Joshua and Caleb go into the promise. He became their mentor. But to think after all these years, 40 years into the desert, and you finally about to reach your promised land and you screw it up. And that's what we have. What's, that's what we do. You know, I was, uh, 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 what's his name? Denzel Washington was saying to Will Smith when he slapped Chris Rock, you know, when you're at your highest, that's when the devil comes. And, and that's what Moses, you allowed it to be about you. You know, he got, I mean, Will Smith got banned from the Oscars because he allowed it to be about him. And the joke wasn't even about him. And so we have to remember God has something to do in our own lives and to worry about ourselves. It's not your responsibility to take on the troubles of the world because God is sovereign. And I know there are people who are probably rejoicing that Kevin Samuel died and some people were really sad, but it's a perfect example. Whether you are for him or against him, God is sovereign because no one could have saved him. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Like, don't take on that responsibility that you don't have to. I can imagine there are people who who created um, a, a, this website to have them canceled. And it's like, you took all that time and energy to do that and God already handled it. God already handled it. And look how he handled the situation. So for me, I had considered unsubscribing from him. And I was like, no, I'm going to just leave it alone because I don't want to come back and subscribe. I left. I left that. I didn't unsubscribe. But now I don't even have to worry about that because God is in control. It's not my responsibility to regulate what people are doing or not doing. The best help you can give people is to not be part of the problem. The best help you can be part to society is to not be a part of the problem. Whether that is with your finances, with your health, with your your relationship, with your mental health. Just don't be part of the problem. That's the best help you can do. And so I'm just so grateful that God has allowed me this time to really understand that certain things, it's not my responsibility. It's not my, I'm not in control. Let go of that need to control that you know what's best for everybody or you know everything. Let it go. It's not your responsibility. It's not your responsibility. You can care, but it's not your responsibility. And also God's timing is perfect. Whatever he's doing. He's going to do it in his perfect time. If you just wait a little longer, it's going to come to it's going to come to pass when it needs to. And so I've been just very grateful to see God working in my life um, while I'm in this desert, you know, of singleness. That's what I call the singleness of desert. And I even I told God I'm not even going to ask about my husband anymore. I'm not even going to pray about it because I feel like that, that is either going to happen or it's not. And so I'm not even going to beg. I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to pray. I'm just going to be focused on what God has called me to do and and just be the best person I could be. The best help you can give to the world is to not be part of the problem. Not be part of the problem, okay? Pay your taxes. Don't become poor. Just pay. Don't be part of the problem. Worry about yourself, okay? Because it's not your responsibility. And so I thank you for listening. Um, I don't know who this is blessing or not blessing, but I'm grateful that I can use this as an outlet to share my thoughts to the universe uh hopefully you know you saw my passion uh my desire to grow spiritually emotionally uh mentally to you see that passion in me to be a better version of myself each day you see it in my you hear it and you can feel it coming through the airwaves that this is not somebody who's just here to live a humdrum life but really want 
aims for excellence and i just want to share these thoughts with you um, thank you for listening i pray that this message blesses you if you like it share if you're not that's fine i appreciate you listening nevertheless you be well